It's Divas That Care Radio. Stories, strategies, and ideas to inspire positive change. Welcome to Divas That Care, a network of women committed to making our world a better place for everyone. This is a global movement for women, by women, engaged in a collaborative effort to create a better world for future generations. To find out more about the movement, visit divasthatcare.com after the show. Right now, though, stay tuned for another jolt of inspiration. Hello to all. Welcome to Divas That Care Network. I am Joyce Banning, and I will be your host for this absolutely invigorating, robust lifestyle show. First, I would like to thank each one of the listeners that have tuned in live today and the ones that will be listening to the recording on the podcast. I am just so very thankful and grateful for each and every one of you. And you are all in for one incredible show today, as I have with me one of my returning great divas, Janet, and I'm going to let her come on and introduce herself before we start our chat about finally horses. Oh my, is this going to be a great show. So Janet, could you please introduce yourself to our listeners today? Yes, thank you, Joyce, so much. Um, my my name is uh, Janet, formally, and my um, my nickname is Jan. So you can call me either one. But my author name is Janet Wolanin. That's W O L A N I N Alexander. So that's my author name, Janet Wolanin Alexander. But you can call me Jan. <laughs> oh, perfect! I love it. Well, as We're going in. I want to let the listeners know that you are an author of not just one book, but of numerous books. And the one we're going to chat about today is Finally Horses. And I just think this is just incredible because I have read through it. Oh, my listeners, you you need to you need to get this book because it is really, really interesting and especially it is a children's book and it is so vibrant in the pictures and everything i can just see especially girls or boys that love horses their eyes are just going to light up when they read this book so with that i'm going to just let you kind of start where you would like to start on chatting about finally horses okay well My story is that I was born horse crazy in a big city. No horses or horse people um, were, you know, around um, my environment. Um, I went on a long, circular, back and forth, around and around journey to get to horses. Um, I never was inspired to write a book, but I was inspired from childhood to write down pieces uh, of, like horse experiences. I don't know why, but I just wrote them down. And then eventually they became into a pile. Um, I was a teacher for 30 years. My colleagues went over my stories and helped edit to them. Edit them. I joined a writing group. They further um, edited them. Um, I put them into a book. Um, then after that book was published, it was called um, At Home on a Horse in the Woods because that was where I find my, I don't know, my best self, my calmest, my happiest, um, the most beauty, the relationship with the horse that's just 
so wonderful, the beauty of the trees and nature. Um, and I'm one of those. So that was a, basically a memoir with the point being to hopefully inspire other people that were having trouble like I did. Is this dream like really like something I should go for? Should I listen to, you know, the naysayers? You know, is it really possible? And in all that to say, yes, it is. It's important. And to reveal the source of the the dream, which is what put me over the top. And a miracle happened and I got into horses in ways I'd never imagined. Um, so anyway, one day I was riding a horse and a friend showed me a piece of jewelry she had purchased. It was made out of horse hair, uh, braided out of horse hair. And I immediately um, wanted to learn how to do that myself. I, I had no um, knowledge of this this craft. So that took a, another long journey, not quite as long, to find out how to learn it. Um, and eventually that inspired me after I learned the I'm no expert, but after I learned the, you know, the basics, that inspired me to write the book to teach other people with colored pictures uh, for the visual learners. Um, And so that was my craft book. And then Mm -hmm. I got the idea I was going to write a children's book. So it's my third genre. And I thought, well, you know, it can't be that hard to write a children's book. Ha, ha, ha. There's a lot to learn about reading levels and vocabulary, you know, at the different levels and um, deciding upon pictures and and so forth and so on. So that is my children's version, and it just came out um, in October, and that's the one that's called Finally Horses, and it's uh, it's about me being a little girl and, um, you know, getting to the three main horses, same horses in my adult book. Um, but just, you know, more in pictorial form. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. So uh, this Finally Horses is a true story. You sharing yes. your story to other children about yeah. your dreams. Because I love that to see how far dreams should go, see how far that dreams can go. And when you're out with your horse, seeing the beauty in nature and, oh, how true this is and the, the what a beautiful way to experience nature is on the back of your horse or just being yep. with your horse or yep. however it may be so oh how how awesome well it's dreams, what dreams are dreams are like for all age i mean we may mm-hmm. as well, we, we like to keep i mean I'm going to dream till I die. I mean, you know, it's it's a it's an adult and a child's. You know, it's perfect for both age groups. Oh yes, yes, definitely. But and the finally horses was one of your dreams as a child, the way I understand. So that makes it even more touching because it it's coming from the heart because it was your true story of how you continually dreamed about having a horse and the experiences you dealt with then as you were going through these stages. So, oh, wow. Well, what later on in life made you decide that you wanted to write a children's book? Because you said all at once you decided you wanted to do this. Was there a moment that you thought, I need to give, put a book together for the children? But what inspired you to do this? I, I just think I had two books under my belt, 
um, I had a a friend, excuse me, <clears throat> named Donna Cowan, who um, I is a I hired as my coach. She's um, she can do everything in in books, writing, ghostwriting, coaching. Um, she has a series of children's books. She has a podcast series called um, The Writer's Parachute. Um, she knows all the computer and promotion part, which I do not care for. I think that's really that's really struggling, you know, for an introvert, you know, to to uh, to be able to promote. Um, so she's my she's guide. She's held my hand through it, and and so that that support I had. By by the time you write, you know, first two books, you've developed a network of people, and so mm-hmm. it felt um, doable. And and as right. I said, children. I I questioned my dream when I was growing up as an impossible one, but I still wanted it, and I tried to do it on my own, but I was unable. And I realized, um, you know, some lessons along the way that I thought I would pass on to, to children and give them some support about their dreams. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, so you were basically sharing some insight from your own experiences on your dream of having a horse. Oh, that is beautiful. Oh, wow. Oh, well, do you want to um, share a little bit about the book? Some. Maybe some catching points that you feel are in the book, some golden nuggets that you would like to share just to inspire our uh, listeners to say, well, this is the perfect book, especially since we're coming up right on, we're in the season of giving right now, which it should be all year round, but it especially is right right now. (laughs) So would you like to share some golden nuggets from the book to inspire the listeners? I I think that what's powerful is that it's illustrated. And one of the people I had met before I wrote this book is an um, artist, illustrator named Leslie Bauman, B-A-U-M-A-N-N. And her business is Alizarin, A-L-I-Z-A-R-I-N. And Alizarin is a shade of red, apparently. I learned that from her. Um, she is, a, she is, I think, a very talented author. I, she did a beautiful job on my second book, Braiding Horsehair Bracelets, Your Beginner's Guide. But she was the perfect person to um, illustrate my book, and she's so fun to work with because you can, um, you know, we can work together on on the development of the pictures, like what picture do you have in mind, what position or what it, what should they be wearing or what kind of saddle should be on the horse. And, you know, uh, it, it was just so fun being part of that, that process. I can think of all those things, but I cannot, I cannot render them on paper. And it just, she just, I, I just am in awe of illustrators um, that can um, tell a story and a picture. It's miraculous yeah. to me. So mm-hmm. I like to be in their head sometime to see what that feels like. Um, so that was really fun. So we came up with this idea of um, the use of color in the book. And mm-hmm. I, 
I'm seven, almost 72. I'll be 72 soon. So I grew up when there were a lot of TV westerns on black and white TV. So we kind of start out, the book cover is in color, but we cover, the cover is a little girl on her bicycle in color riding her horses, her bicycle, I'm sorry, as fast as she can on the sidewalk, pretending she lives mm-hmm. out in the country and she's galloping on her horse. So there's a shadow <laughs> of a grown woman on a grown horse behind her. That's her dream vision. So in the book, we started out in black and white with the little girl in the dream stages, and gradually then it shifts to color. Um, so mm-hmm. that was kind of um, an experiment that we did to to try to show you can bring your dream to life, to, you know, living color, um, polychrome. So that, that was fun to experiment with. So I, I really enjoyed um, working, you know, working with Leslie, and I enjoyed a lot working with Donna because I learned a whole lot about, um, oh, just the, just, you know, about presenting material to, to children and um, places to, you know, perhaps uh, market it and uh, contests. Mm-hmm. And I found out, like, the book has been, it, it, it wasn't a contest. It won the Equus contest um, last month in the um, category of inspiration for children. And now it is in a contest called All Author which is contest. And this month is the month for children's books to compete. And my book is doing very well um, right now um, in there. I'm currently at this moment in fifth place. So um, that's kind of, it's it's kind of a, I think contest, I never would have thought of that because I didn't know about them. That's where Donna comes in. You know, she knows, oh, this, this is a good one, this is a good one, this is a good one, this is their date, you know, their due date, this is their due date. <laughs> And uh, um, so it's kind of good for like an introvert who doesn't like being like a salesperson, you know, to kind of get in in a contest and kind of don't have to, you know, get hide a little hide, you know, behind the wall a little bit. Well, it sounds like it's been a collaboration of women coming together with you as the author and then the women that you were needing came into your life and through one way or another and how you all collaborated together to bring this book into a reality to be able to share with other children. That's that's what I'm hearing and what, what a beautiful way you're all working together to make the world a better place. Just That's why you're such a diva because, I mean, you're all coming together and working and that way. And yeah, uh, that that is that was one of the that's one of my my advice pieces of advice to um, writers, beginning writers. I thought at the very beginning I had to know everything in advance. Mm-hmm. I had to see the whole path to the to the sale of that book. I had to know it all. I had to be the writer, the editor, the illustrator, the seller, the promoter, the you know on and on. And, I mean, I'll never be those things. As long as I live, I can't, you know, I won't learn all those things. So then you have to develop, like, well, I could ask for help, but would they steal my idea? You know, would they copy it? Would they, you know, like, can I trust them? You know, um, 
you know, that kind of thing. And then sort of as I waded into the world of writing, you know, like you said, I did meet people, wonderful people that um, were interested and very supportive and willing to help. And, you know, they didn't feel like I was um, competing with them. They they just had people help them, and now they want to pass it back to help, you know, people just learning. And, like, I want to feel like right now I want to help people that, you know, that are just starting to pass it on, you know, that we are – um, and it's a safe journey too. It's like stepping off that cliff, and you you want to get you're on the cliff, and you want to get down in the valley, but you don't have the parachute or uh, climber's gear or repelling wear or anything, and you have to take that step and just you know pray or have the faith that there's going to be um, a hand down there supporting you and then a hand below that to support you on the next step, and eventually you know. If he's to it, you'll get there. Oh, how beautifully said. Yes. Just stepping out on faith or trust in the universe or however people want to feel that that is stepping out like that. Because that, so, that is so beautiful and so true. And what I saw, heard, too, was we, I always say we are each, each one of us has very special talents and gifts that we were given and you have the talent to write write the words and put it put it together like this and then the others have the there someone came in with the talent of creating the pictures to go along with it and doing the editing of the book and just it's just I'm seeing and hearing that there's so many talents out there that have all come together to work for one goal to get to put the book out for readers to be able to purchase it and enjoy the story behind it. So, oh, what a how beautiful, how beautiful and touching because that's exactly what it it's meant to be is to be there to help one another through each step and uh, and when you you were all on that same goal that you wanted to get the book out to the readers and oh my. How exciting. You said it was just released the 1st of December? No, it was October 20th, I believe. October 20th. Uh, okay. This year. Okay. Um, but it was this so is year. That how Divas, um, is that how Divas That Care started, is to to hook all these women together into this community of helpers? Very, in in a lot of ways. Candace Gish was is the founder of Divas That Care, and she wanted a platform that women could share what they had in this world and a place to feel safe and be able to do it, to be able to share their gifts and their talents and to show others what they have and to show the young women coming up in the world, the young girls, that there are ways to do this and there are so many of them out there so yeah that's it's a lot how divas came together was to have a platform to give them the opportunity to share what they were talented with and gifted with and uh, and whatever however small however big it may be each one is as meaningful as the other some just Maybe this is a little bit bigger gift, 
and others may think it's a smaller gift, but in my thinking, they're all a beautiful gift, and they all contribute together to make it a full circle web. So that's there to, to me. There's no big or small. They're all just beautiful gifts. <laughs> Mm-hmm. And by the way, her um, new children's book, uh, I think it's Divas for Children. I, I don't know the exact title. Um, the kid, uh, uh, anyway, yep. her, her book is about Divas for, for Children, and she is in solid third place in the all-author contest. So she's doing very well. So I can hardly wait to read that book. Oh, it, yes, it is a phenomenal book, Young Divas That Care. And yes, it is It is a very phenomenal book. And yeah, it is so exciting that you are in the running and Divas at Care has a book in the running with Candace. And yeah, it is just so, so exciting. And that's what's so awesome is we all support one another and lift each other up and wish each other all the best and we're there to help one another. And that's, that's what I'm hearing in what you are saying, like, with Divas That Care, with Candace, her book, and what you have experienced with everyone that helped you put together your books and this, especially this children's book with all the beautiful illustrations because that that took a lot of coming together and connecting with each other and the person that was doing the drawings to me had to really feel the words that you were trying to express and then express them in a yep. they did a very excellent job from what I see. Yeah. Well fortunately Leslie is also a horse person, so she has two um oh. saddlebred horses. So she that's why what I really liked about her is she came from, you know, kind of my world. I mean I'm not a show person like she is, but she came from the horse loving, you know, perspective. Yeah. And I wanted to say something before I I, I um I uh, forget. One thing that I hope is that my two, my first and my third books, At Home on a Horse and Finally Horses, can be read, sold, enjoyed separately. But I also think that buying them to get like an adult, buying them as a set, not that I have them packaged as a set, but buying one of each, leads to a wonderful opportunity for, say, a mother and a child or a grandmother and a child to each read the book at their own level, like at the same time period, maybe over Christmas vacation or something, and Mm -hmm. they can stop and the child can ask questions, the adult can ask questions, they can discuss their dreams. You know, the parent, the grandparent or parent can go through when she was that age, you know, what were her dreams, what dreams in her life was she able to fulfill um, that um, the child may not know. And the child may right. talk about their dreams and the, and the adult has no idea that their child has these dreams. And uh, they can encourage each other and enhance their communication um, so many times these days I, I go like out to dinner and the parents are talking and the children are just sitting there poking on their, their tablet or their cell phone and they're they're not engaged in cross generational discussion. So anyway, this would be an opportunity for horse loving people of all ages um to communicate on a common thread. Oh, 
That is so beautiful. Yes, that would be. Oh, I love that idea of buying the books. And like you said, be it a mother and her children or a grandmother and her grandchildren to experience it together. Oh, that is a beautiful thought. Well, now, as you have said that, where can our readers our listeners find your books that are avid readers and want to give a gift like this at this time of the year or any time of the year. Where is Um, the best place to purchase your books? Well, online, you know, like Amazon or Barnes & Noble or Goodreads or, you know, places like that, they can order them. Uh, I mean, the books, the book, it's called the um, Wood and Mortar or something, Brick and Mortar Stores. Um, they can order them for okay. uh, the person, or I mean, I'm sorry, I goofed that up. Either, either the brick and mortar physical place can order the books, or the purchaser can go online to Amazon or Goodreads or um, Barnes and Noble, and the bookstore can order them for the person to pick up or mail to them. Okay. Okay, so but it is available that, worldwide. So. Oh, awesome! That's awesome too. So, if they have a favorite bookstore they like to go to, they can ask for them to just order it in for them too. For some people that prefer to do it that way versus going online and purchasing it. So, those are some great options because it gives. And the third one would be for them if they want me to autograph it. Would be for them to mail, mm-hmm. like ask me to mail mail one from my home. Um, I don't have any on order right now. So we've had a family emergency, but um, I, starting in January, I will get um, purchase some and have them here at home, so that people can go to my website and contact me and um, tell me the name of the person they would like it to be autographed for, and I can um, sell it from home and mail it from home after I inscribe it. Oh wow! Oh, that's beautiful. Now. What is your website? If you could please give that out so our listeners know where to go so they can do it that way if they would like to have them autographed like that, have them a little more personalized. Okay, it's Swishtails, S-W-I-S-H-T-A-I-L-S at AOL.com. And I'm on other media as well. Um, okay. I don't have it in front of me, but I think I sent you a poster of all three of my books just a okay. few minutes before the taping, and it has a link on it that has okay. one site that you go to, and it tells you, you know, the, all the different um, social media that it's advertised on, if that's of help. Okay. Okay. Now, the swishtails at AOL.com, that is your email address, correct? Oh, yes. I'm sorry. And swishtails.com is my website. Okay. Okay. Well, that's easy enough. Swishtails.com for your website or swishtails at AOL.com for email. That's okay. That's all right. It's kind of that time of the year. That's for sure. (laughs) Well, Janet, I knew this time would go so quickly, and I have enjoyed so much chatting with you, and I would love for in 2024 for you to return to my show and give us some updates on how your books are 
going and maybe what's in store for maybe a sequel to another one of these books or some something like that. We can just chat about how things are. I would love to have you back on in 2024 Great. again. Yes, oh. I do have a fourth one in mind. So, Oh, awesome. Awesome. That is so neat. Well, that is just fantastic, and I will definitely look forward to chatting you again, chatting with you again on Robust Lifestyles. And I want to wish you a very, very fantastic, magical day for the rest of your day. And, uh, and good luck with all that coming together for you with all of the books. So with that, I just want to thank you for being on Robust Lifestyles, Jan. Oh, I thank you and Candace. Merry Christmas. Oh, thank you. Happy, Happy Merry New Christmas Year. Happy Hanukkah, yeah. whatever your yes. case is. Happy holidays. <laughs> there you go. Summarize Thanks. it. Yeah. Thank you so much. You too. And bye-bye. With that, mm-hmm, bye-bye. And with that, I want to thank all of our listeners for listening to this amazing show with our incredible diva, Janet. Wallening Alexander, and I might have mispronounced the middle name, but I know it's Janet Alexander. So, And just share this show with all your family and friends, and be sure to check out all the other hosts and their shows on DivasAtCare.com. And remember, some of the tips that she gave you, bring your dreams to life. And there is one in the book that really caught my attention because I am such a horse lover. May hoofbeats finally accompany your heartbeats. Oh, wow. Isn't that magical? So with that, I want to wish each of you a magical day. And remember, be kind to all. And also, Candace Gish, the founder of Divas That Care, has an awesome book called A Podcast Journal where you may go and like this podcast, you can write it down, you can say what it references to. It is just a phenomenal way to keep track of all the podcasts that you watch on a weekly basis. So you can find that on Amazon and also Absolute Love Publishing. And with that, give your animals a great big hug and share all your love with them as they so deserve it. Until we connect again on Robust Lifestyles, stay strong and healthy. Thanks for listening. This show was brought to you by Divas That Care. Connect with us on Facebook, on Instagram, and of course on divasthatcare.com where you can subscribe to our newsletter so you don't miss a thing.